Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi there. Are you enjoying the return of the Sphere of Roach? Thank you very much. I appreciate it. We're kicking off relaunching the Sphere of Roach by giving you a rebroadcast of our Thursday interviews that we are doing over the course of this month, which we call February on DC 101. If you're a craft beer lover, I would invite you to check out my craft beer podcast, Head Retention, to go even deeper into the lifestyle of craft beer. But if you're just here for the Sphere of Roach, maybe that'll get you into Head Retention with this conversation that you're going to hear now. Welcome, welcome to the sphere, to the sphere of Roach. Well, if it's a Thursday in February, we're talking with a brewery. Now, we'd love to be broadcasting live. Not possible during a pandemic, unfortunately. That just means my to-do list after the pandemic is over is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. We're doing the next best thing. We're hanging out with breweries virtually here on DC 101, DC101.com and on Facebook. Today, we are back in Fauquier County at Altered Suds, which I love the name, but I won't ask uh, because that's a that's a huge no-no to ask what the name of the brewery came from. So mm-hmm. I won't ask. And just like yeah. I told Jay last week, don't tell me, Corey. Don't I, tell I, I me. Sure we, do have, we have Corey from Altered Suds here. Thank you for joining us virtually. We appreciate you taking some time out of the day. Oh, thanks for having me. I have two beers that we uh, we got from Altered Suds to, Suds to sample. Uh, they both have the same label. Can, can I ask the explanation behind this experience, this piece of art? Oh, well, we, uh, she's like our Ninkasi, which is the goddess of beer. Um, and she's got a little bit of life and death in her hands. Um, we do have another logo. It's a male logo. And it's got the same, same kind of vibe to it as well. I dig it. I dig it. Where would you like to start? I have an idea in my head. You gave me the Morning Haze IPA and the Realm Drifter Raspberry Gosa. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you like to start with, Corey? Ooh, well, I just had a glass of the Goza. Let's keep that one going. Okay. All right. I, I, I gave you the choice. Usually I choose, but I gave you the choice because both of these styles kind of kind of alter the palate a bit. So I don't think that we're going to go wrong starting with either and then going to the other. No, not at all. And we have poured up. You see Corey pouring. I've just poured mine. Uh, I cannot wait. I'm going to sniff while you continue that pour. He's doing a full pour. I like oh, that. I, I go bigger. <laughs> Cheers, sir. Cheers to you. That's very tasty. And I, I the thing I love about Gosa's is the um, is the salt. I'm a big salt guy, and oh, yes. uh, I. It, it took me a while usually, and this is a great place to start. If we just have a conversation about, about beer, Corey, usually uh, you look at certain things when you go into a tap room and if you don't recognize what it is, it's kind of like you, 
either you have that curious sense of, of asking or you try to put on airs like you know, in which case then you don't order it. And that was kind of me with ghosts for a long time. Then somebody kind of broke down what they are, what they're supposed to be. And then they mentioned about the salt in there. And I was like, well, I've never had a, a beer with salt in it. So let me try it. I loved it. And now uh, I'm, I'm a ghost, Gosa fan. Ghosts or Gosa. How do you go, Corey? Gosa. That's how I like to ghost, Thank it. you. Mm-hmm. So break down, the, break down the Gosa experience for me. And then we can get into this version or your version of a Gosa. Um, so pretty much I take my base beer, uh, and it's a kettle sour. Um, so I, I like to add a little, uh, plantarum lactobacillus, uh, get that pH down to about three, four, and then, you know, finish my boil and do the fermentation on it. What, what makes a Gosa kind of, well, every beer genre and style is, is different and unique in their own way, but what makes the Gosa a unique style? Oh, I think it's so diverse. Uh, you can do all kinds of things with it. Uh, it's great for fruits. I mean, you can do all kinds of amazing things with it. Uh, it's great any time of year. It used to be more of a summertime thing. Now people, you know, they're drinking it any time of the year. I think, and I've I've done a couple of episodes about um, low ABV beers in my uh, craft beer podcast, oh. Head Retention. This is These are generally uh, skewed to the lower end of the ABV scale, correct? Very sessionable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You you don't find them pretty much over five. I don't think that I've had a Gosa that hasn't had some sort of fruit uh, in it. I assume they exist. You decided to go with the, the, I don't want to say traditional, but traditional uh, fruit flavored Gosa, uh, a raspberry Gosa. So why, why the raspberry? Oh, I just thought it would be a perfect balance for it. Um, and it's, uh, I, I do a few different ones, but the raspberry is the one that sells the fastest. So uh, that's the one everyone keeps coming back for. It's very tasty. It's very refreshing. Um, again, the the first taste, I really get the salt. The You get it less as, as you keep sipping it. But I, I do enjoy that little curveball in my beer. Um, this is also good. And we, again, I keep harping on my podcast head retention. We talked about ghosts in relation to uh, fitness as well. And, and, and there's a, I don't want to say there are health benefits of drinking a Gosa, but it's uh, it's definitely uh, better for you. If you are watching your fitness or trying to maintain a fitness level uh, than other types of beer. I think if I can recall correctly, we had a, uh, an expert on that episode. It had to do with the salt kind of being able to help absorb that alcohol. So you don't have the big hangover the next day. I think Corey, I'm not going to put you on the spot by asking you that question unless Uh, you know the answer. uh, I do not. Uh, I mean, I'm sure that means about right. It's, it sounds biologically correct. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to run with it. And then typically it sounds solid. And then also say that uh, Corey is a brewer. I'm a jackass who talks on the radio. So please don't take our word for this. Do your own research before you make a decision. Don't go, hey, uh, the guy from DC 101 says it's good for you. So I'm just going to start pounding him. Please don't do that. Don't do that. So, Corey, let's talk about Altered Suds. What do you do for Altered Suds? How long have you been doing it? And, uh, and what's a little bit of a history of the brewery? Well, I am the owner slash brewer. Um, we've been open since September 12th of 2019. So we got a nice little solid six months in before, you know, everything hit the fan. But, 
you know, we, you got to deal, you know, you got to deal with it. Okay. So what was that like? Because you opened September, 2019. You're like, this is great. We'll do our summer thing. It looks like it'd be a beautiful tap room behind you. We'll, we'll make sure that's a great experience. And then when the summer comes of 2020, we're just going to, we're going to blow this up. We'll have six months of, of kind of, concept and and trial and error and then we exploded in the spring of 2020 and then the spring of 2020 the world exploded oh yes it was such a nice little incline we had going and then you know that happens and everything just so yeah we we got by just fine and you know we're lucky to have a blessed town the town of warrington is so amazing they they really work with everybody restaurants breweries and um you know they're they're getting everyone through this thing did you think to yourself in 2019 that, and this is non-COVID pandemic talk, did you think to yourself or what was your thought process of opening a brewery uh, in 2019? And I asked that with the kind of the caveat of at, at, at the point we're talking about 2019, I feel like people, if you were going to open a brewery, you would have opened it before. You must have seen a hole somewhere in Warrington that said to you, I'm, I, there is space for a brewery in this town for, for me to fill. Oh, for sure. Uh, well, Warrington is my hometown. I grew up here. Uh, you know, I've left, gone out west for a few different times, but always end up back. It's my favorite place to be. Uh, so I knew I wanted to open one here. Um, you know, I was brewing at the farm brewery at Broad Run. Uh, I was doing things at Old Bus Head. Uh, so I, I was just ready to, you know, do my own thing, and uh, which is great because I got to build pretty much the place that I love to party at. And I get to brew beer, drink beer, and, you know, it's just uh, a dream come true. So take us through a not in in real in reality, but take us through a virtual tour of what a setup would like if we were to walk into Altered Suds. So a lot of people, they question, like, I did not know this was here, and I've lived in Warrington for quite a while. Uh, it's very speakeasy feel. So, I mean, it's down in the basement. You know, you're going down some stairs, opens up, and everyone's like, well, this is a lot bigger than I thought it was down here. Uh, and it's a cool vibe. You know, we're, we're very music-oriented, and uh, we're, you know, passionate about the beer. So really solid, just good vibes down here. Uh, staff, the local uh, customers, everything is uh, is pretty laid back, easygoing, good party vibe. I've been to Warrington probably twice in my life. So for someone who isn't from Warrington or who who doesn't get to Warrington that often, uh, what is a, are are you guys in like a historic downtown area? We are, you are right on Main Street. Yeah, right on Main okay. Street downtown. Um, so we have restaurants on the strip, great shops. You know, it's a great place to walk around on a nice day for sure. Without getting into the financials, how'd you score a spot along Main Street in Warrington in 2019? Well, the owner of the pub right above us, uh, Casey, he owns the Molly's Irish Pub. Uh, he's a part owner down here as well, but uh, he he had a space down here that was been, had been vacant for twelve years, ten years, something like that. So we, uh, he was like, "Dude, come come downstairs, check this out." And once I saw it, I was like, "This is this is the place. This, this is, is my yeah, it, it was is perfect." It what you, is it- 
I was going to say, is it what you had envisioned? No, you wanted to, I, I, so, like, I think I liked it a little bit better than what I was envisioning. What was your vision for, for people who have been to Altered Suds to kind of compare what you were thinking to what the reality just, turned out I to be? I wasn't expecting the speakeasy dungeon feel, but it just, it, it suits us perfectly. Well, I mean, look, just looking at, we, we talked about the can, uh, the, the, the name kind of gives uh, uh, a zag while everybody's zigging. Like, I, I like it's, it's Altered Suds Beer Company, which mm -hmm. doesn't have the word brewing in it at all. And even the word beer is, is kind of in the secondary name of the, of the brewery. Uh, so you've got Altered Suds, which doesn't have any beer in it, but really lets you know what it is. So it is kind of a zag to everybody else's zig, which I can appreciate. Wow, thank you, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, hell yeah. You're welcome. And, and so I can imagine what people thought when, you know, when you said the first reaction was, oh, I didn't even know this was down here. So again, you're, you're playing into that whole, yeah, we're, we're not what you expect us to be and we're not going to be what you expect us to be. And that's going to be a good thing. You're going to be happy about that. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's a beer, it's a place for adults to come drink beer and enjoy and talk beer. You know, it's, uh, it's not extremely kid friendly, but I mean, kids are definitely more than welcome. Um, but it's just a place for adults to come and, you know, really enjoy a nice solid beer. I like what you said there. And again, uh, nobody, I'll reiterate what, reiterate what Corey just said. We're not saying kids get the hell out of here, but there is a time and a place for the kids. And, and it sounds like Altered Suds realizes that time and place. But for me and my third reference to the podcast, it's a good thing nobody's drinking every time I mention the podcast because we wouldn't be able to finish this conversation. But my third reference to the podcast is uh, the podcast that I wanted to create was a conversation uh, about beer and the lifestyle of craft beer, where it's not just we're sitting here, we're doing tastings and we're breaking down the content of each beer, but we're also talking about things that you would talk about in a tap room. We're talking about different styles of beers that we like. It's a conversation about the lifestyle of craft beer. And it sounds like that is something that's very important to you as well, especially as it regards to your, your ambiance that you're trying to create at Altered Suds. No, oh, absolutely. Yeah, like I said, I mean, the whole town is, it's a really fun place to come. Uh, we know how to party. We do it well. Uh, and we enjoy our beer. You know, I, I've been brewing beer for many of years and uh, able to brew and drink the beer that I love, which is, you know, mm -hmm. the biggest thing for me. So is there kind of a, is, I don't want to say an official mantra, but there is, is there a mindset that you try to create uh, an altered suds experience that you hope people can kind of gather as they walk through the door after walking down the steps. Live altered. <laughs> no, just have a good time. Uh, you know, we're, we're just all about having a good time. We're, that's all we're here for, you know? Well, it's great because you, you know, I did this whole paragraph explanation of what I was thinking about zigging and zagging and lifestyles or whatever. And then you just sum it up in two words, live altered, which sums up everything that I just said very succinctly, <laughs> which I like. So thank you for uh, helping me with my economy of words, Corey. Oh, dude, no problem at all. No problem at all. We, we say that we say that here all the time, you know, just live altered. It's, it's a, yeah, it's a great mentality and it's a great thing to think and, and a great mantra to have because it encompasses so many things 
in in a really really succinct way. I I, I really really dig that. So let's um let's get into the altered experience uh, as far as the pandemic is concerned. And I know that people, myself included, are kind of loath to talk about business during the pandemic. But you guys being a a, a new brewery and having to adjust as you were a new brewery. What were some of the challenges that you guys faced to keep the doors open and the lights on, especially I would assume during the first few months. And what are some of the practices that you came out with that you think to yourself, these are things that we'll probably do even after the, the, the whole pandemic has been lifted. Sure. Well, I mean, our landlord, uh, thank goodness was, you know, super nice with us and uh, definitely floated us a little bit. Um, but the town, we have a farmer's market and they did a drive-by farmer's market, which goes right by us. So we were out there just selling cans all day out the door, which definitely helps. Uh, did you have the, a, the uh, did, did you have a cannery already in, or did that we, something that you pivoted to because of the pandemic? Uh, we did have a canning unit already set up, but you know, so that, what you, that was a life send. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, uh, I guess what you're saying, the pivot was, okay, well, rather than having people walk down the stairs to get our beer and hang out, let's take it up the stairs, put it right on the street. And as people are driving by, this is a way we can, we can continue to move product uh, while we can't have people inside. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there was tons of to-go sales. Uh, we were doing deliveries, so you didn't even have to leave the house. We'll come drop off beer, uh, which was popular as well. I, I don't think I've ever asked anybody this, any business owner this, but it's something that was in my mind. Obviously, you had an OS moment, um, and obviously that, that probably lasted a few weeks and then into a few months. At what point did you go, okay, look, this, this really sucks. I can sit here and twiddle my thumbs and, and be angry about it and be frustrated or lash out or what, do whatever it is you do when you get upset, or... I can really think about ways to get outside the box and keep this business that I, sh- that I'm sure you were working hard to launch even before September of 2019 to keep it going. How long did the, did the kind of mindset shift take to go, this sucks to I've got to make my way through anything. Probably about a month. Once I saw at the end of a month yeah. that we were still able to, Oh, we're getting by just fine. Yeah, I had zero worries. Uh, I knew that we were going to get through it, and let's just have fun with it. Nothing else we can do. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Just a reminder, 
two other podcasts that you should definitely check out. One is a focus on the band Pearl Jam. It's called Jamly Matters. It's available where you got this podcast. The other is a podcast all about American soccer, specifically D.C. United and MLS. It's called Pitch Pass. Pitch Pass, Jamly Matters, available through the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe, you rate, you review those two podcasts, and especially this one right now, which we're getting back to. Who governs your uh, your the, the laws in your area? Uh, I'm assuming either the county or the town, or if it goes through the Commonwealth. Mike, it's, it's leading up to this question, so you can answer the question by telling me who governs the laws, which is a lot of things have been kind of relaxed during the pandemic. And I'm hopeful, this is me personally as a beer consumer, that lawmakers see, oh, we didn't really need these ultra strict laws because we thought the whole world would fall apart if we, for instance, delivered beer. And now people have been getting beer delivered for a year now. There's no reason for us to then go back to the old ways. Uh, is that something, I assume the answer is yes, that that you and and brewers across the area and the country are, are hoping for moving forward? Or are you thinking to yourself, I, I, I want people in my, in my tap room hanging out and that's what I'm focused on. So I'm hoping that when this is over, we can get back to the tap room and that's where I'm focusing my energies on. I'm focusing on the tap room. I mean, right now the town of Warrington, well, ultimately the governor says what can happen in, in Virginia, but um, the town of Warrington can regulate Oh, are you allowed to have people outside, you know, outside uh, cups on Main Street or can you not? Uh, right now they're allowing it. And that's something I think has is, is worked out well for us. And we'll see if they go back yeah. to not doing that. But I, I think it's something that's definitely working. It's definitely bringing people into Warrington. Um, like I said, it's, the old town is great. Great restaurants, great boutique stores. Uh, and being able to have a drink on Main Street uh, in front of the restaurant that you're having or, you know, in front of ultra sizes is, is something that people enjoy because the weather's nice. And for me, the kind of dungeon feel down here, uh, during the summer, you know, it's great, nice and cozy in the winter, but in the summer, you kind of want to have a uh, you know, beer in the sun, you know? Right. But you know what, having said that, and I reading into your answer, you're thinking to yourself, I'm assuming you're thinking, I want people coming and hanging out with me and in, in, in the surrounding and creating an ambiance in my tap room. There is something to be said about when you go to new Orleans or when you go to Vegas where they have open container laws and it's kind of fun and it's kind of cool and it's kind of different. There's something to be said about not having that everywhere you go. Like, because then when you go to those places, you feel like it's kind of fun and different and unique. Whereas if everybody was doing it all over the place and it wouldn't be kind of that special thing anymore. That's very true. Yeah. I mean, right now in, on main street, you know, you're only allowed to have it right in front of the restaurant that you're eating at. So it's, it's zoned out. Um, but it, yeah. it is, it is working. You know, it's, it's something that's, that's awesome to have. I'm ready to try an IPA. Let's get in there. So we got the morning haze which is going to be a hazy. Uh, it was the Southern Cross and African Queen hops. So two hops, when I had first brewed this, uh, I had never used before and was a little worried. You know, I didn't know how it was going to come out, but I was pleasantly surprised. It's been one of our great sellers. Another full pour for this guy. 
Um, and by the way, it's a beautiful pour, Corey. I mean, it's a beautiful pour. Look at that head. It's magnificent. Thank you. So I'll it's a very, you, uh, very unique, very yeah, unique no, cup profile on this one. I was just gonna. I was just gonna say, even in the nose, and I haven't had my first sip yet. Even in the nose, it's a, it's a hop flavor, but it's a unique hop flavor that I don't know that I've smelled before. Right. Uh, you get tons of melon. I get honeydew. I get cantaloupe. I get these a lot of melon notes to it. All right. Uh, I've cleared my. I've cleansed my palate of the gosa, which is not easy, but I did it. <laughs> it can be tough. It can be tough. Oh, that's, that is delicious. That's absolutely delicious. You're right. And I think those, the good thing is about those, those different melon flavors really, um, they don't suppress, but they, they kind of tamp down the, the hop flavor. So you get the hop flavor, which is really good, but this isn't blowing out your palate because the melon kind of balances it out so it's to the point where it's not just a it's a taste bud killer because it's just a hop explosion right yeah there's nothing crazy they're almost subtle hops but you know if you add enough it's mm-hmm. it's a beautiful balance you said you've been brewing for a number of years and i um it's a question i've wanted to ask brewers and i never have is it were you excited when the West Coast craze kind of died down and the hazy New England style craze uh, came about, did it give you more of a license to do some different styles? And I say that as somebody who had gone through a West Coast IPA love. I think any American who's gotten a craft beer in the last 10 years probably started with an IPA. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I went through a huge fatigue of West Coast IPA. Now I'm kind of getting back into West Coast IPAs. So, but now I'm more appreciative of them because I'm not just buying. It's not just you walk into a, any beer and wine store or brewery and ask for an IPA, and it's an automatic West Coast IPA. Now I've got some options for my IPAs, including a West Coast IPA. So, as a brewer who brewed kind of through the West Coast IPA phase, were you happy with the uh, the kind of settling off or the, the, the decline of West coast IPAs to kind of meet the demands of other styles of IPAs. I love, I'm a big IPA drinker. Um, so the East coast is is my favorite right now. Uh, I do love a West coast, but especially when they first come out, it was like, let's see how many IBUs we can actually get up to. And it was like hundred plus. And it was just like, Whoa. Um, so the, the low IBU juicy, Really, you know, yep. hop forward beers were always super good to me. Um, so that's what we like to do a lot of here. Uh, a lot of the low IBU East Coast style, uh, whether it be juicy, hazy, or, you know, a little bit more sessionable, but still just low IBU, easy drinking. Um, and you got the mountain style, uh, you know, a lot drier. Um, yeah, the, I, I think IPAs were they're always here to last and, um, uh, it's fun being able to do more than one style of it for sure. Right. Right. Let me ask you something about the tap room. And I know the tap room experience uh, was a September to March, and then you're hoping that you can get back to it. And it's been an adjusted tap room experience since then. But you know, a lot of in the, 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 a lot is a lot was changing in September, 2019 
as far as tastes are concerned. And since the pandemic, there's actually been even more of a, of a, I don't want to say a shift, but an expansion of, of beer drinkers palates during this time. And I'm, I'm thinking about obviously seltzers. I'm thinking about, we, uh, we did the non-alcoholic episode of, of head retention recently. Uh, some low ABVs um, are, are starting to come in things that are under 4%. Is that something that you think about when you start putting together a game plan of what we're going to brew over the course of a year is having something for everyone in your tap room? Well, we are definitely a hop forward brewery, but yeah, I like to keep my boards, you know, comfortable for everybody. Something light, something dark, uh, something lower ABV, something multi. Um, Yeah. I always try and keep a nice balance and then have, you know, a little more than average on the IPAs. And I like that idea too, because when people walk in, they know, okay, if you love hoppy beers, this is a brewery for you. But if you are in a group of five people and four people want to go to altered sets, that fifth person's not going to be excluded because they like stouts or porters or lagers. You're going to have something that they can hang out with and enjoy the company of their four IPA loving friends uh, without feeling like they've got to do something or drink something that isn't in their wheelhouse. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have a ginger beer on right now, a Schwartz beer, um, English ale. Um, we got a little bit of this, a little bit of that. So yeah, it's, it's something for everybody. Let's go off board because you just mentioned one of my favorite, my top five brewery styles are beer styles of a Schwartz beer. So tell me about your Schwartz beer so that I can daydream that I'm in the brewery doing my show live on a Thursday uh, and enjoying a great Schwartz beer at Altered Suds. No, I mean, it's, it's so, I mean, it's super easy drinking, you know, that light bodied, dark, just a hint of roast, just a hint of, you know, the dark stuff, but then you just get this very easy, smooth, light bodied, you know, drink going down. It's, it's so poundable. It's that, that's one of the ones I, I pound back daily. I love Schwartz beers. And I, I've said this on DC one on one a number of times, my favorite Parts about drinking. I'm sorry, brother. Well, you, who knew? Who knew? My favorite part about drinking a Schwartz beer is um, seeing the the frown of people who don't like dark beers, and then having them try it, and they and they do the whole, oh, uh, this doesn't taste anything like I thought it would. This is actually light and and good. I, that's my favorite part of the Schwartz beer experience. Yeah, absolutely. It's fun to see people that only do light stuff. And then they drink that and they're like, huh, I didn't think this could happen. (laughs) But, and to kind of bring the whole conversation full circle, that's the, that is what I think I'm going to assume that your taproom experience is about. That's what I love about the craft beer community. The lifestyle of craft beer is that we are sidled up to a bar. We're drinking beer but we're also having some fun conversations about beer and we're, we're opening our minds to, to different styles that we may not have thought we would get into. And then, Oh, wait a second. You don't think you like dark beers. Shh, try that one. Then right. you take a sip of that. And then we have a, we have a 25 minute conversation about how dark beers can be lights and how light beers can be heavy and we can, and, and gosas and having salt in our beer. And next thing you know, we've been hanging out now for 90 minutes, two hours 
enjoying conversation, but the conversation is around the fellowship in the community of beer drinking. Yeah, absolutely. And that's all, that's what we're about here. Uh, you know, it's, it's just enjoying the good quality beers and, you know, the Schwartz beer, you know, say a person doesn't do dark beer, they're on a Schwartz beer, you know, they drink it for a month and then all of a sudden they get that taste for it, that fiend for it. And maybe next time they'll go for something a little darker. They'll go for something, you know, that they're, they're expanding their, their beers, you know, it's, it definitely helps out. And you can do it within and to, to people who are thinking, oh, well, that's that's an easy jump. But you can also do it within the world of IPAs. We literally just talked about West Coast IPAs. If somebody who considers himself a craft beer fan but doesn't like IPAs because in 2014, the first beer they ever had was a West Coast IPA that blew out their their taste buds because it had so much hop in it that they never thought they thought about it again. Why don't you try a little bit of this, and you could right. say, yeah, "Oh, well, if you think you know, it's it's like beers, is kinda, yeah, 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 exactly." Someone it right on this, it. right? And now, now we're within the we're in within the genre of IPAs, moving around and messing around with different kind of tastes within that style of beer. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, it's uh, that's what's so awesome about this community and the you know the beer industry itself. Right. It's just so much fun. I'm so blessed to be a part of it. It's, it's great. Live altered. I love the the mantra. I love the mentality. And I think in this conversation that uh, Corey and I had, we 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 kind of and I wasn't expecting to do this, but we 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 kind of just made that the theme of our conversation inadvertently, but it really worked for, for what we were talking about, especially for promoting altered suds, but we did it in a conversational way, which I thought was really cool. And again, this is like, this is what I love about craft beer is that we can, we can move around and we can have these different conversations. And yet we come back to the main point, which is we, we love craft beer. We love the, the lifestyle and the culture of it and talking about it. So if people want to learn more about altered suds, how do we find you uh, socials and website? Uh, Instagram, um, Ultrasets, and then uh, ultrasetsbeer.com is uh, another way to look and, and see I, what's going on here. I think that, and I, I, I'm getting a theme in the last year or so, Instagram seems to be what the brewers are really leaning in on as their preferred choice for social media. And I get it because Twitter you can't really go in on the pictures and the pictures and the, the, the seeing the beers poured. That's kind of like part of the experience. Facebook doesn't reach. I would assume your, 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 like your target demo that you're really focusing on. A lot of people use Facebook. It's a great tool, but for the person that you are trying to get into the brewery and, and to figure out what altered suds is all about, Instagram seems like the perfect place to, to kind of introduce yourself on social media. Oh, it seems to be the place, yeah, that all breweries, you know, love the most. Uh, and it's the best way yeah. for beer drinkers to, to find it. Yeah, and that, and that's – that's uh, Instagram is good, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Instagram is good. Corey, Absolutely. thank you so much, man, for taking some time. We appreciate you um, spending your Thursday with us. We got to thank our friends at Visit Falkir for uh, sponsoring February this year virtually. I – um. I said at the beginning, my to-do list is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I have never been to downtown Warrington, 
And now that I know that there's a main street and there's a, a walkable area of Warrington, and then within that walkable area, there's this cool speakeasy style brewery called Altered Suds Beer Company there. When this is all over, fingers crossed for the summertime, I can make my way down to Warrington and check you guys out. Absolutely. Yeah. Let me know. We'll drink some beers together. Sounds good, my friend. Corey, thank you very much, man. And continued success with the new venture. Cheers. Cheers, guys. You are now leaving the sphere of Roach. Thanks for stopping by. Stopping by. Stopping by. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.